Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend. It's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet, and welcome to the podcast. Love the graps. My name's Chris. I'm here with Alan. Good evening. That's Alan. And uh, this is a podcast where we get together to talk about wrestling, what we have seen. Um, and that's what we're here to do today. Yeah. Welcome. Um, it's uh, it's a Thursday evening. It's still pretty early for us. Dark out though, isn't it? It is dark out. The nights are closing in on us. They are. Nights are drawing near. <laughs> it's nearly Halloween. It is, yeah. Yeah, super spooky time of year. Yeah. Although some people have already celebrated it. I've got, I'm a bit funny about that. Who's already celebrated it? Like, Attack had their Goosebumps show on Sunday. Oh, yeah. And I, the earliest I saw was someone had, like, their Halloween show on, like, October the 2nd. Yeah, that's not acceptable. Which is just like, what? Yeah, that's... I, I think two days before, two days after should be... Or, the, like, the nearest Saturday to whatever. I think I think you can have weekend before for definite. Yeah. Potentially weekend after, yeah, even but that's a bit. But then you're getting close to a bonfire night, aren't yeah. you? So everyone dress up as a firework. Yeah, everyone set themselves on fire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm feeling the spooky spirit. Are you? Yeah, yeah, I love a bit of spooky. Yeah, yeah. Get, oh, Hallow's Eve. Yeah, get my spook on. Yeah. Go out, do some trick or treating. Yeah. Yeah. You going trick or treating this year? Well, I am because I have a child of trick or treating age. Yeah. I I did actually think of a, a trick this year to to play on the children. Yeah. To put a poster up that to say that razor um, blades. No. Not quite. Okay. All right. Um, to say uh, fruit treats only at this door, okay. and then any that actually do knock will will get sweets. You're gonna get your windows smashed in. Oh, no, I did think about that. I, I live on a rough estate. There was a murder. There was a murder. Yeah. A shooting. Yeah. Somebody got, got shot. Someone got shot to death. Yeah. At the end of my road. Yeah, wow. cool. Mean the mean streets of Northampton. Yeah, which brings us nicely onto uh, NXT UK. Yeah, remember that time when everyone was from like the mean streets. Yeah, the mean streets up and down the UK. Yeah, we didn't get quite so much of that tonight. All the A roads, terrible. Yeah. Oh, so what do we watch? So t- this evening we watched the inaugural weekly episode of uh, NXT UK. Um, I guess actually it's the first. First episode of NXT UK. I yeah. think it was WWE UK. Everything before that, wasn't it? Like WWE yeah. UK Championship Tournament, and um, and and the like. Yeah, and the other one was kind of NXT in the UK. Yeah, with some NXT fe- with some UK fellas. Yeah, um, but this is it. This is yeah. WWE We've NXT UK weekly series. Yeah, debuting a- Wednesday nights. Yeah, it's a bit of a block in it. Is it? Yeah, because I mean, 205 Live is up there. Who's tuning NXT, in? NXT. Who's know? tuning in when it's first broadcast? I imagine there are people. This is a Absolute maniacs. Viewing. Yeah. The whole point of that service is that you can watch it whenever you want. Yeah, but mate, if we didn't have Absolute Maniacs, we wouldn't have any followers. That's true. So That's true. We love you, you know, beautiful. Dial it back on the Absolute Maniacs. You beautiful Maniacs. maniacs. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, very first episode of the uh, WWE NXT UK show. Yeah, actually from Cambridge, the Corn Exchange, yep. two months ago. Yep, uh, and they did a whole bunch of tapings. They've done yep. some more tapings since as well. Yeah, they've, they, they've, this was day one of the tapings. They've now done six days tapings. Right. Good thing about that is... I'd I'd completely forgotten everything that happened. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was all new to me. Yeah, same here, same here. Yeah. Um, we're not going to dive in like our usual three love the graps followed by three not my graps because honestly, there's not loads to sort of pick apart on no. this. It's a it was a very simple show. Yeah. Um, didn't really do a whole lot in terms of um place setting, just kind of. Almost like a taster. Yeah. I think. That's what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but th- let's think of something that we did like about the show, shall we? Well, I'll tell you what I liked. Yeah. And this was the the first thought. Because I was sitting there thinking, what am I going to say about the show? Yeah. Um, one of the things I like, and this may sound like a weird thing to say, yeah. is it was nice to see people I like having short matches. Because when you go to your average Brit Rest show, yeah. every match is almost like a main event. Every match is like its main event in the Tokyo Dome. Um, And sometimes a show can be a bit tiring. Whereas we had some matches on the show tonight featuring people I really like that were under 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, And I really like that. And I think that is going to be a really good thing for people like me going forward. That I can go live... Um, to these shows, to Fight Club Pro, to Attack, to Progress, you know, wherever I'm going. And I can see these epics um, with these people are like pulling out all the stops. Um, but I can also, if I want, just put on NXT UK and see Dave Mastiff squashing Sid Scarlett in like a couple of minutes. Yeah, I can see Tony Storm and Nina Samuels having a sprint. Mm. You know, it's nice for that. Yeah, I mean, I zipped along. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think... I, I was trying to work it out. This is the first TV wrestling that I've watched in weeks and yeah. weeks and weeks. Kind of in a little bit of a funk in, in that regard. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it zipped along. There was nothing kind of outstayed its welcome. Nothing was terrible about it. There wasn't. There were no sort of decisions made that I felt were detrimental to any of the people involved. Or to me as an audience member. Well, it's weird that they wheeled out the old man, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what Johnny Saints role it. Yeah. Or were you talking about Trent? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not 100% sure what the point of Johnny Saint is. Yeah. He's like a Triple H proxy, I think. He's kind of... And without it's weird, saying I think anything. We said this thing about World of Sport as well, is that if you're not going to introduce who he is um, and what what he stands for and they did a little bit you know Nigel said about how he um he admired him and blah 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 then the only people who are going to know who he is are people within a very small bubble yeah so you really need to if you're gonna have him there at all explain why he's there and why he's the figurehead and maybe they will maybe they'll get to it but it was just oh look here's Johnny Saint well who the fuck is Johnny Saint at the very least I hope he shows some personality like uh, we've we've talked before about how the kind of authority figure thing in wrestling is a little bit played out at this point, but if you put him one on there, you better do something with them. Like even if it is just every like because William Regal is probably the best utilized yeah. authority figure in in wrestling in my my estimation right now. In that 
he pops in when he needs to get something done. Yeah. Not like wheeled out like yeah. <laughs> like um, Pamela Anderson at WrestleMania. To, I mean, that's basically what to, it was, yeah, wasn't it? To just hold the belt. You know, I mean, in the um, the pre-show clip of all things brilliantly WWE British, yeah, um, they showed Lennox Lewis, <laughs> yeah, and Ricky Hatton, yeah, and that uh, Johnny Saint may as well have been one of them. Do yeah. you know what I mean? For all it mattered, um, he has got one thing over William Regal in mm. that, as far as I know, um, although this is this is uh, an omission uh, thing rather than a confirmation, um, his office doesn't have a door that opens outwards. <laughs> always worries me about William Regal. I mean, I think, you know, at, at the NXT UK venues, he just sets up wherever he can. Yeah. Uh, some of the lighting back there is terrible yeah. in the backstage, and they're just having to do their warm-ups by the fire extinguisher. Well, they um they, they interviewed Nina Samuels. Yeah. Uh, and she was saying how happy she was to be on, like, the first um, WWE TV show, the NXT UK TV show, and how prestigious it was. Yeah. And behind her was, like, this woodworm-eating door. Yeah, it was, that was open and showing through stuff. It looked yeah. terrible, didn't it? Um, I also really liked uh, Pete Dunne. I mean, how can you, I mean yeah, it's, it's almost a moot point, isn't it? Um, like, we, we were talking about Pete Dunne in the... Because um, we, we, in the, the main event, it was like, um, is Noam Dar a good guy? Is Noam Dar a bad guy? You know, we don't really know. He got a really good reception because obviously he's a bigger star than a lot of the British guys because we don't see him that much anymore. Yeah. But he's essentially a bad guy. Yeah. But he got some cheers. And then Pete Dunne came out, who is actually a bad guy, really. Yeah, and uh, there's you know we've we've said before about other characters, um, his his character is the uh, although he's the working class hero, which I know you, you weren't too keen on. I'm not a, I'm not keen on that yeah. at all. Um, there's nothing likable about him really. He's he's a bit of a dick, um, but he's above everything, isn't he? Yeah, he's like almost like this this god figure, this pope figure. Well, the way the WWE UK whole setup has has sort of played out, it kind of has sort of set him aside as this sort of touring champion yeah holding that belt carrying that belt around never in any danger of losing it no um getting the sort of plaudits for being the most prominent member of that roster um and sort of it's like um it's like when a celebrity visits your school it's like you know that guy is famous yeah. and it doesn't matter whether or not like you even really understand why they're famous or why they're really good, yeah. but you're going, oh god, he's got one of those WWE belts. He yeah. must be well good. Who, who came to your school? I can't remember, but I once went to a taping of Run the Risk, um, which was right. a Saturday morning kids TV show, and uh, got um, uh, the autograph of Shane Ritchie. All oh, right, yeah. and and um, it was on a playing card because you know it was a coach trip with school, so we all took playing cards because yeah. you play playing cards, don't you, on the yeah. trip? Um, but yeah, yeah, we had um Brian Jacks. I don't know who that is. Uh, and David Wilkie. David Wilkie was Duncan Goodhue, but with hair and a moustache. And wait a minute, I said. Duncan Goodhue shaved, shaved it off and changed his name yeah. to Duncan No, Goodhue. he was basically like the Olympic swimmer before oh, Duncan okay. Goodhue. Right. Um, I often, years later, thought of, of David Wilkie just... Because we all had our picture taken with him and you, you could buy the picture of you with David Wilkie. Mm. And I kind of imagined that David Wilkie would, would get a copy of that picture. Yeah. And he had like thousands of albums. Yeah, what a creep. And he'd sit like just looking through and it like one, one day the phone would ring and it'd be like, 
Hi, it's uh, it's, it's David Wilkie. Do you remember that, that time we had a photo? Do you fancy a drink? <laughs> um, yeah. Never I mean, it'd be weird if you did that to a kid, wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, we're not kids anymore, are we? Yeah, but I mean, if he's ringing you up because you, you were a kid that he liked, Do you know what? still weird. I'd go for a beer with him. Yeah. He could tell me all about Montreal 1976. Yeah. Great, great stuff, great stuff. Right, back to the show. Um, yeah, can I just touch on that working class yeah. hero Pete Dunn thing? What is that? I mean, there's a couple of weird nicknames on this show. Bomber. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, but like, that's a weird way to brand someone. Like when yeah. when they've not really, you've not done anything with their backstory. No, you've not told us why he's a working class hero. I don't like it. I don't like the idea of... I mean, for one, the whole show is kind of still slightly coloured by my left-wing bias and anti-nationalist, jingoistic yeah. um, chat. Like, the, the, the idea of chanting UK, UK over and over again feels a little bit like a fascist rally to me. Yes, uncomfortable, um, isn't it? And then to go, he's a working class hero. It feels like the Tories trying to position him as like one of theirs. That, he's like John Major. Yeah, it's like, oh no, he's a working class hero. You you're you can get behind him, like it, just to draw people in. It feels slimy. I don't like it. He once drank six pints of beer. Oh god, yeah. Do you remember William, William Hague? Hague? Yeah, yeah in his baseball cap. Um, so yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, and I also don't like that. Dave Mastiff is being called Bomber Dave Mastiff by the ring announcer. That's fine if it's like, oh, like, oh, the bomber is doing his moves. But to go, come into the ring, Bomber Dave Mastiff. Like, yeah. I mean, for obvious reasons, they couldn't call him the bastard. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even sure if he goes by that name anymore. I haven't really heard him announced as the bastard Dave Mastiff. No. Um, but Bomber, really? Is it because he is like the bouncing bomb that Bomber Harris set loose on Dresden yeah maybe you I remember mean, Dresden it was a good time <laughs> wasn't it yeah it was great it was great yeah. do you know what there was lots of good bombings in the war yeah there? bombing's great isn't it um, I guess he does that cannonball in the corner yeah. as well doesn't he that's his finish and I suppose so. it's, it's a like it's a, a throwback to bomber Pat Roach um, British cool. legend so I can't wait for someone to pick up uh, sort of Iron Fist Clive Myers Kung yeah. Fu yeah yeah, yeah 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 we'll get all of those um, yeah. So fit, yeah, fit Finley. We'll get who, who can we have for that? Fit, fit. Um, I can't think of a wrestler. Fit with James F. Drake. Yeah, that'll do. I'm just trying to think who they've got. Yeah. But I mean, it was the first episode. It was a bit of everything. Yeah. So we got uh, the, the the perhaps the inklings of a feud at the beginning with. Um, Joe Coffey, accompanied by Mark Coffey. Yeah. Um, not his brother, Mark, just Mark Coffey. Coming to the ring with Mark Coffey. Yeah, man in his own right. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact they had matching tights, neither here nor there. Uh, and uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, who we, I think we were a little accustomed to Flash Morgan Webster now. Yeah. And I think it, it doesn't often strike me how weird he looks. Cartoon mod. But he did tonight. He looks a bit like, um, do you remember like the old cartoon adverts for Aquafresh and he'd have the yeah. kid in his pyjamas? Yeah. That's what he looks like. Yeah. But I just sat there and I thought, it's 2018 and fucking Paul Weller's turned up. Yeah. It just seemed out of place. So we got that, you know, kicking that off. The, we got uh, Mustache Mountain 
um, laying the, doing, the seeds for something. Well, doing. I mean, you mentioned they mentioned the WWE tag, yeah, WWE UK. UK tag championships, but it was mainly just the sort of Triple H proxy, wasn't it? Like yeah. The the sort of here we go. It's yeah. a new chapter, which I don't mind. I mean, they're they're very personable. Yeah, I know. just I, like one of the sort of. I don't want to say failings, but like one of the things I would have liked to have seen more on this show is what's going to happen next. Yeah. And if if Mustache Mountain are out there basically healing on the rest of the locker room by saying, no other tag teams, yeah. we're the only tag team. Yeah, it would have I been... want to see somebody show me that there is another tag team. Yeah, it would have been nice to see at least one, maybe three or four tag teams come out and stared them down in the ring. Yeah. That would have been nice. It would have laid the seeds yeah. for something. Or even it could have just been a solo it could yeah. have been one person come yeah, out and I'll go. Come out. I'll, actually, I'll find someone. I tell you what, I fancy a shot at that. Yeah, me, um, Yeston Reese. He's on the other one. Oh no, crap! On the other one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like that was a bit of a failing for me. Yeah, um, and then like you had Nina Samuels and Tony Storm. Yeah, it was fine. It, it was fine. It was, it, was a, it was a good match. It here, was here are women. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a good match. Like, I didn't really feel like I knew anything more no. about the WWE NXT UK women's division after that. That's possibly the, the show's failing in itself. Um, the, I, coming out of it, I don't know what NXT UK is. Um, NXT has its own particular flavour. Mm. This did not seem to be NXT in the UK. It just seemed to be, here's some UK wrestlers in a place well yeah so you know one of the things about nxt is has always been like even when they you know have gone mad signing all of the mm. like indie darlings yeah. it's like what are what are what are they gonna do with those indie guys yeah. like i'm excited to see what they do with keith lee i'm excited to see what they do with um, Bobby Fish and Kyle mm. O'Reilly. I'm excited to see what they do with Kevin Steen. Yeah. Like, but the NXT UK just feels like a lesser like UK indie show. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like above and beyond new opportunities opening up for these guys. Like what? No. Like it doesn't feel like they've stepped through into another room where like something new is going to happen for them. It feels like. Honestly, and and correct me or like, you know, put me straight if you think this is a controversial opinion. I feel like at the moment the WWE are taking advantage of the you know heat that the WW um, that the UK scene has got. Yeah. By presenting the W um by presenting the British wrestlers in their own environment without actually adding anything new to it, yeah. without adding a WWE spin, they are basically just going, yeah, we'll have a bit of that. Like, well, I mean, we know that's what they're doing. But also, um, I just don't feel like, and we've said this before, I don't feel like there's any upward momentum with it. No. Um, to me, it kind of feels a bit like when you got to see people on Ring of Honor and... Um, other kind of big indies and yeah. then you'd see them like at a rev pro house show um this kind of feels like that in but reversed in that i will see uh the likes of joe coffee have his important matches 
at ICW, I will see um, Flash Morgan Webster have his, his important matches in attack. And then I'll see him have their piss around matches on NXT UK. Yeah. You yeah, it, feel, it feels like... It's almost like that's the house shows. Do you know what it actually feels like? It feels like 80s and 90s WWE TV. Yeah. Where I am watching an advert to go and see those guys have really great matches elsewhere. Yeah, not for WWE. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like, and I mean, I, it's a good advert. But I also, part of me, and maybe this is my my place as somebody who goes to a lot of British wrestling shows um, over the past few years, is I don't think that this is adding value to any of the guys involved. No. I mean, it'll put their wages up. Well, um, but the thing which is, is will good it, for them. But the thing is, will it? The amount of people that are on these shows... Yeah. Like, you know, if you... like. Yeah, maybe a few years ago, if you'd, you know, your, um, who was in the bloody cruiserweight thing? Gnome Dar. Yeah. Stepping into that cruiserweight challenge. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah. But now, if you're Sid Scala stepping onto WWE yeah. NXT UK. Is your price going to go up? It's Probably like, not. well, yeah. no, you like, yeah. you just, just see your IPW for the same do the same shtick thing is though it's early days I'm being cynical yeah and there was nothing on this show that doesn't make me want to watch more um, I can't say that I'll be tuning in every week there's nothing that is appointment viewing no like oh, I can't wait to see what happens on next week's show but when I'm sitting there with nothing to do I can put on some of my favourite fellas and watch them have nice matches well shot um, decent commentary um, yeah. Commentary is one of the the worst things about Brit Ress uh, yeah. in a lot of places. I don't like Nigel McGuinness, but he was he was fine. He was fine, stating the, the bloody obvious yeah, the whole time. The American guy was fine, although he yeah. did say Mark Andrews had been knocked out of his cleats, decleated, decleated. Yeah, yeah. At one point, I, I not a know. UK term. Um, I'm not sure I'll tune in for next week's show because they have promised me golf wang, and mm-hmm. that is an anti draw, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was all right, wasn't it? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I'm glad it's happening. Yeah. Like, I would be a hypocrite if I wasn't happy that this was happening right now. Yeah. Because I think all of us have been waiting for this to kick off yeah. for quite some time now. I just want it to be, like, I want it to be as good as NXT yeah. was at its best. And do like, you know what? I, I get a feeling that rather than with World of Sport, where you just knew that once you'd seen how, how they'd set out their stall, that was it. Yeah. Um, this, I, I get the feeling it can improve. Yeah. I think it's going to work. It's going to depend on how they plan out their tapings. Yeah. It's going to depend on where they're having, like how they work sort of landmark shows in. Yeah. Because I think that's kind of, that kind of decides the way something like NXT is booked. Yeah. Um, now, if they're just never going to have them and we're just going to have like, a roundabout of people challenging Pete Dunne for his title until somebody eventually beats yeah, him. Yeah, we need a takeover, don't we? Yeah. Like, yeah. we need to... I feel like we need to be building to something. So we'll see whether that is a thing. Yeah. Like, you would think it would be a thing. Let's but, hope so. But they might be satisfied with the amount of shows they can run in the UK just doing the tapings. I guess. So... Yeah. But yeah, I think it's worth a watch. Yeah. Zipped by. Yeah. Brief and breezy. Nicely, Noam Dar. I mean, we don't watch two or five lives, so yeah. 
um, we don't see Noam Dar at all. Yeah. Um, so lovely to see Noam Dar. Lovely to see Nina Samuels on such a big stage. Yeah. Um, nice to see Bomber Dave Mastiff. Yeah. And Joel and yeah. Paz and whoever that other fellow was. Uh, there were two other ones, weren't there? Well, I think one of them's an American guy from Well, NXT. maybe the other one's American as well. I don't know. I don't know. Let us know. Yeah. It might be you. You might be listening to the show. Hi. Hi, ref. All right, let's wind up then. Okay. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Get on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Can you do me a favour and go and like and, and review and share the podcast? Do a five-star review. Yeah. Because it really helps those algorithms. <laughs> um, we'll be back sooner than you think. Yeah. Maybe not sooner We'll than have at least one show next week. Maybe about, two. About a reasonable amount of time that you yeah. might think. Um, I'm going to Legoland tomorrow. Alan's got a week off work. Yeah. Um, so we're all enjoying our lives. Yeah. Um, until next time, go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, but the seasons out of time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun of the world that we need, but it's selfish on the beach.